Have you ever wondered what Good Friday would have been like for Mary? I mean, that's hard to sometimes imagine, but if we take a moment to look through the lenses of what she would have seen, what she would have heard, here's what I bet. She never would have claimed that it was good. See, if we go back 2,000 years, in the middle of the night, when she was woken from someone, someone probably woke her up and said, Mary, your Jesus had been betrayed. He's been arrested. I'm sure she would have woken out of her bed going, what in the world is going on here? Jesus arrested? And then maybe she even heard the news that he's been arrested and sentenced to death. See, that kind of news takes your breath away. That's the kind of phone call that you, that you receive and you go, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I remember receiving that phone call a few years ago from my wife. And what I could tell was that she was very frantic, that tears were falling down, something had to have happened. And she began to explain that my brother-in-law had suddenly passed, unexpectedly. Out of nowhere, he was gone. I remember that moment. I remember where I was. And I remember how that forever changed that day, that week, and that, that year. Immediately, I got in the car and I drove back to her. And I'm telling you, for Mary, receiving that news would forever change that day, her week, and even her life. This news that Jesus would be arrested and would be sentenced to death, she would never forget. Not only that, we find in the Bible, it teaches us that Mary was close to Jesus, that, he was, that she was near the cross. She was there at the foot. And just like a good parent, that's probably what she did. She received the news and she said, I have to be with him. I have to go. I got to be there beside him as he goes through all of this. See, we find, that Jesus, we find that Jesus and Mary were close. And Mary wouldn't be away from her son. And listen, that means that she saw all that happened to him. She saw the suffering and the pain. She saw what he went through that day. Not only that, she heard it as well. She heard the sounds of the whip hitting his back. She heard the sound of the hammer hitting the nails that would pierce his hands. She heard her Jesus cry and scream and wail. She was there with him. She experienced it all. You know, it's interesting. Moms have great love for their kids, don't they? There's something special about a parental love for your child. And I can't not believe that she didn't have the same feelings for her Jesus. Her Jesus, her love, her world. I love this quote from, that I found. It says that when you become a mother, you no longer are the center of your own universe. You relinquish that position to your child. See, Jesus was the center of Mary's universe. Jesus would always be her boy, always be her child. And I get it, because as parents, right, we learn the innate ability to have great empathy for our kids. They are our kids. And when they suffer, we suffer. When they hurt, we hurt. Listen, even when they cry, we may cry as well because they are our kids. I think, I think Mary 
had the same feelings towards Jesus. Now, Adeline, my youngest, I remember when she was about one years old, she was working on learning to run. She'd gotten the walking part down, was learning, on, learning how to run, and my wife and I were sitting on the stairs one day, and she was playing below us, and she decided that she was going to run to mom or dad, and she comes running towards us. And as she's running, she trips and falls. And unfortunately, she lands with her mouth wide open, hitting the very corner of the stairs we sat on. And in that moment, the corner had tore up her gums and she began to bleed. She began to wail and cry. And I can't tell you this, that as a parent in that moment, I felt her pain. I still feel it now in my gums as I'm talking to you today. I feel it. I felt her pain. We can no less expect that Mary felt the same way with Jesus. She was that very close to him. She felt it. So for Mary that day, that day was a day of hardship because it was her Jesus suffering. It was a day of suffering for her because he was suffering. She she was so close to him. She felt what he was going through. Heartache, pain. This was her so-called Good Friday. But this is what I love, is that in John 19, look what Jesus does. It reads as follows, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother. When Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to the disciple he said, Here is your mother. And from that time on, that disciple took her into his home. See, I love in a very practical sense is that Jesus is taking care of his mom, looking out for her well-being. He's concerned about her future needs. Who will help her live? Who will provide for her? Who will take care of mom while I'm gone, going away? And he puts that in the hands of John. He says, protect her, be with her. She's now your responsibility. I need you to take care of her. And listen, can you imagine Mary's delight in this? That she may be even surprised to hear those very words that Jesus would say. That Jesus would be concerned about me right now in this moment. Oh, what that would do for Mary. That in his darkest hour, on cruci- when he's being crucified, he isn't, check this out, concerned about himself, but about her. Right? About her. Listen, Jesus could be calling out for help from this father, but instead he's requesting help from me, Mary. Mary must have been shocked that Jesus was aware of even her own needs, her troubles. Man, what a loving son, what a loving God we have, that he's aware, that he knows, that he's concerned When his attention could have been on himself, rather it's still focused on others. He'd been beaten, he'd been tortured, but listen, he's still on mission. He still is driven by love. A madness to save humanity and even his mother. He demonstrated that the selfless and loving nature of God is still at work. 
that he's compassionate and that he's caring and that he's concerned. Yes, Jesus' big mission, right, is to save mankind, to become the sacrifice for our sins, to pay the price, to be the atoning sacrifice for us, to defeat death, huge task at hand, but is still concerned about the details, still concerned about his mom. See, Jesus is taking care of mom on his way to the cross to pay the price. He is concerned about her. Now, when we think about us today, we have big problems, big issues around us, big concerns. But can I give you some encouragement that God is concerned about that and you as well? He's concerned about what's going on in our country, our state, our world, but he's also very much concerned about your job, about your school, about your relationships and your family. He's concerned about your thought life and everything that's going on in you and around you as well. And he's concerned with the world at large. And here's the good news is that God is able and capable to be concerned about all of it, to deal with it all. Like we sing as children, he's got the whole world in his hands. That's you and me in his hands. So today, I want you to be encouraged because we have a good Friday. Because we know how it will end. We know that where the victory lies is Sundays around the corner. And that's for you and that's for me. Our God's big enough to handle the big things as well as the little. May you have a blessed one, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you bow your heads with me and let us pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, who has set the solidarity within the family and by your Son, Jesus Christ, has made all of us believers a new family from all the nations of the earth. Grant, we pray you, that as we are to draw close to the cross, so we may also be drawn close to each other. May the word, may the world say again, see how they love one another. And may the world know by your love that you have indeed made your son Jesus to be both Lord and Savior of the world. In his name we pray, amen.